The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. When we expend negative energy towards others and the world around us, we push ourselves further away from our own success. Welcome to Wealthy Thoughts with your host, Richard Levy. Our show provides a positive blueprint to what you could be doing in order to bring more success to your life. Now, here is Richard Levy. Warm greetings to you, dear friends. I am Richard Levy in Chicago, and you're listening to Wealthy Thoughts. For the next hour, I ask you to listen for tips, ideas, and suggestions on how to attract more success and abundance into your life. How? Be open to different ways to think and act. Change your thinking, change your life. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest today is Cass Akers, and she has lived life where she was very successful, and once in a while, at times, she was unsuccessful. At times, she had nothing. Later, she was living a very prosperous life. Let me show you with you, dear friends, a brief but not conclusive list of her accomplishments. Off-Broadway singer, dancer, acted in the theater, TV and movie production, radio show, commercials, a stunt actor, professional water skier. She owned two dance theater companies and co-owned two restaurants, a gym, and a television production company. After many Years of accomplishing, she had decided to refocus in life. Instead of going towards one goal after another, she shifted from being a type A personality to a type B. She's going to share with you how she accomplished so much in life, even after experiencing a failure or rejection from time to time. How she did that will be a lesson for all of us. Her secret success It's something very simple, and we'll talk about that later in the program, but I'll share this with you. Follow her lead, and you too can attract wealth, success, and prosperity. Let's now meet Kaz Akers and hear about her most fascinating life. Hi, Kaz. Welcome to Wealthy Thoughts. How are you? Hi, Richard. Hi, Kaz. I'm so glad to hear your voice and your beautiful energy. I can see how you accomplished so much. And speak of that, Kaz, did I cover most of your accomplishments? Um, Richard, you made me sound really good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, you really did make me sound really good. I, I, I appreciate that. It's, it's, uh, sometimes I look back in my life and say, wow, is that, was that really me? Is that really me? Did I do all that stuff? And I did. I, re- I really, really did. And uh, you were, we were spot on. You know, and uh, my, mo- well, my motto uh, we- has, sorry, go ahead. 
Uh, well, we want you certainly accomplished a lot, and I'm glad you feel great, and you earned all those good feelings and and feelings of self appreciation. Cass, what is behind your accomplishments? Would you say? Um, other than tenacity, <laughs> that um, I, you know, I wouldn't take no for an answer. It's not that I was obnoxious or so driven that I made myself um, a nuisance. It's that um, when I wasn't able to do what I set my goals and intentions for through someone else, say someone hiring me or working with me, I went out on a limb and did it on my own, whether it was on a small scale, a medium scale, and sometimes um, I was able to do it on a large scale. Um, but uh, I, as an entrepreneur, I really, um, I learned from other people who knew more than I did. Mm-hmm. That was one of the number one things. I would go to people whether it was just for informational meetings or through networking. And because they could see that I was, you know, I was passionate and genuine and um, I didn't have too much of a, a, um, a runaway ego, they would be willing to open their doors to me and, um, and fill me in on the blanks. And a lot of times it was, flying by the seat of my pants. I'm going to be really honest here. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm one of those people that's blessed with being very quick on the uptake. I learn things very quickly. Those Mm -hmm. things that I have a propensity for, those things that um, I'm innately um, skilled at. And, you know, you can, when you find and discover those things, and we're all born with some innate gift or talent, and when you are able to discover that and run with it, it's remarkable how how far you can get along um, by doing that when you get really real with yourself, really, really real with yourself. And um, I've had so many people give me a leg up or, um, you know, just help me along the way, give me advice, tutoring, mentoring, from on a very, very large scale to just, you know, a few emails or a few phone calls or, or um, whatever. So I think that I attribute that to, you know, always believing in myself. My personal self-talk was, you know, we can all have negative personal self-talk. And, you know, sometimes it would happen, but my personal self-talk was always very positive and always very, you know, I can do this. Henry Ford said, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And before I even knew, heard that saying, I really lived by that philosophy. Well, that is very obvious. And ladies and gentlemen, take note of what Cass shared with us. First of all, her quote about from Henry Ford, Ford, if you don't believe you can do it, you're right. If you believe you can do it, you're right. And obviously, Cass believed she could do it. She never took no for an answer. She believed in herself, and she always thought she could. And one point you made, Cass, is that you searched out people who were 
already successful in what you wanted to do and your ego was not in such a place that these people would be blocked from coaching you, from giving you advice, and this helped you along the road of success. Is that correct? That's absolutely correct. That's absolutely correct. And mind you, I've fallen flat on my face many, many, many times. And hmm. um, all of my businesses were not um, complete, unequivocal successes. There was always, you know, modicums of success. But to me, that is still success, whether you make... You know, if you're looking at monetary success or critical success or um, artistic creative success, you know, it's times when people have what they're looking at as a small success, that's not success. And I wholeheartedly believe that success comes in many different forms and many different packages. And it's not just the making millions of dollars and driving the big cars and having the yacht and being able to fly first class, although that's lovely. Mm-hmm. You know, but sometimes it's the it's the smaller successes, and those smaller successes are integral, incremental successes that lead you to the intention that you've succeeded, you set, or the goal you set for a larger success. So I looked at my incremental successes as still success. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I had. Uh, two theater dance companies. One was wildly successful and one was modestly successful. But I looked at them both as being successful. Did I, what I created, how my audiences um, responded, um, if there was critical success, you know, how my artists, how it helped them to grow and expand and become better artists. You know, that success in itself to me, especially at this stage in my life, the more people I see that I have helped along the way to become successful, the more successful I feel, whether it, it, it makes, it, whether I make a, a large monetary, um, uh, get a monetary uh, abundance from that or not, because I do a lot of work with people in certain situations for, for free and, you know, pro bono work or whatever, if mm-hmm. I feel really, really strongly about it and really passionate about it, you know, and that also makes a successful person, too, is the fact that it's not always, you know, if you, know, you don't pay me, I'm not going to do this. I've done a lot of things that I'm very, very proud of that have been in more volunteer or more um, pay it forward. We discussed that previously about the whole pay it forward thing. Yes, you know, we're gonna come, we'll come back to pay it forward. But Kaz, uh, you you called almost everything you did a success, a real success, success. If it was a failure, one of the dance companies, you didn't take it personally and become discouraging, and you would not give up. Is that correct? Oh, absolutely. I I wouldn't I wouldn't give up. I just I you know I would kind of uh, recalibrate, recenter myself, and. Um, I do a lot of work with um, what's, what's called visioning, and basically it's kind of brainstorming, but it's not brainstorming for particular um, ideas. It's brainstorming for more of an overall picture, mm-hmm. you know, and I would do that a lot where, you, you know, you can get quiet and say, okay, you know, 
Where is it I desire to go? How is it that I want to use my gifts and talents? Where have I gone this far? And what has been uh, a true success and what has been a failure? To me, failure is success. Failure is the most profound success because if we're open-minded, we are learning from what we've labeled failure, going, okay, that didn't seem to work, but what did I learn about it? What did I learn from that? And how can I kind of refocus my energy and take maybe an element that worked really well? Maybe my business plan wasn't honed as well and wasn't as succinct as it could have been. Maybe I didn't appropriate my finances mm-hmm. exactly perfectly or in the right direction my marketing, Mm -hmm. my advertising, or maybe my view, my personal view of my talent is a bit askew. What I thought was really my strength may not be my biggest strength. Wow. Well, I tell you, dear friends, we want to pick up what Cass mentioned. When it's a a failure, it's really a gift. It's what you can learn from yourself, learn from what you can improve on, take it as a stepping stone to your next success. That is valuable information, Cass, and thank you for sharing that. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about, ladies and gentlemen, Cass's view on rejection. In the theater, in the people she's been coaching, there is plenty of rejection. Does she take it personally? Does she give up? I want you to hear her view on rejection, and I think all of us can learn from that. This is fantastic. I'm Richard Levy with our dear friend, Cass Akers, and you're listening to Wealthy Thoughts. On the Apparent Channel at Voice America. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. To reach us today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is WealthyThoughts at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Richard Levy with our dear friend, Cass Akers, excuse me. 
And we were just talking to uh, Kaz about all her successes. And along the way, there were uh, there was a failure from time to time. And she did not take it personally. She did not give up. She did not go to a pity party. She went to find. She went on the path of what can I learn from this? What can I make better next time? And she turned the failure and didn't even call it a failure. She called it a success. So that you want to mimic and copy in the theater and in business. Cass experienced from time to time rejection, then that is something that people handle differently. Cass, would you share with the audience how you handle rejection yourself and how you coach the people in your theater or TV or movie uh, performances to handle rejection, please? Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, I in the entertainment industry, you know what, it's not just entertainment industry, it's everywhere you go. You put yourself out there, whether it's in relationships, in love, in business, there is going to be rejection. And you have no power over it yourself, none whatsoever. You go and you be the best person you can be, you do the best work you can do in the instances of um, a lot of dancers and actors and directors and producers and young people in the entertainment industry that I've worked with. Rejection is a daily occurrence. And you have no idea when you get in front of, um, let's say, as, as an actor or, or a dancer or whatever, a casting person, the person that is there to cast you in a, in a production, whatever it is. You have no um, control over what they're thinking that day, how they're feeling that day, what happened in their personal life, what's going on in their professional life, what pressures they have above them, what pressures they have around them, what they actually think they need, when in reality, in juxtaposition to what's what they really end up needing. There is so much out of your control in job interviews. You put your best foot forward. The thing is, put your best foot forward. Be prepared. Know what you're doing. Have a strong resume. Have a strong, be rehearsed if you're an actor, a dancer. Don't stop practicing. You know, practice your interviewing skills. What you're going to wear, how you sit in the chair, how you present yourself in front of people. That's what you have control over. Your gifts, your talent, your presentation of yourself because you are your product. Even if you're an entrepreneur, even if you own your own business, you always have to answer to someone else and people will constantly reject your product, they'll reject your business. And if you take all of this to heart and you take it personally, you're going to set yourself back every single time. And we, we, a lot of times, will build ourselves up. We'll build up our expectations. We'll build up in our mind exactly how it's got to go, exactly how it's supposed to go. And when it doesn't go that way, not only have we set ourselves up for disappointment to the nth degree, now we've set ourselves back. And then, from that point, it spirals into negative self-talk, it spirals into personal rejection. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. 
I don't have what it takes. I'm, I don't know the right people. I'm, you know, I don't have the right connections. I didn't come from, you know, everybody gets what they get who is successful because they're connected. They know somebody, the family's in the business. That could not be farther from the truth. Yes, it exists. But I'm telling you, when you are prepared, when you walk in the door presenting your best self, when you keep your chops sharp, if you get a no thank you, you go, okay, then on to the next one. Because I know there is someone out there. I know there's a position out there. I know there's a role out there that's right for me. And when I'm doing my homework and I'm keeping my resume, you know, uh, stiffed up, when I'm keeping my, my look, you know, I'm, I'm looking good, I'm feeling confident, I'm presenting that package, I am giving these people the opportunity not to reject me. They, because you know what? They're looking for you. They want you to walk in the door and be what they need. Because it sure makes their job easier. But sometimes you're not as in, the, in, in roles in the entertainment industry. You're not the right hair color. Or they decided they wanted somebody who's taller, shorter, skinnier, heavier, younger, older, blonder, bald. Who knows? Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of it is out of your control. But when you do the best you can, I'm telling you, the book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, is my Bible. Don't take things personally. Don't make assumptions. Be impeccable with your word. Always do your best. Wow. Very, very powerful advice, Kaz. And as Kaz emphasized from her experience in the entertainment industry, we could end up taking rejection personally and spiral out of control with tons of negativity. Or as Kaz suggested, we could look at the person who's doing the interviewing, whether in entertainment industry for a movie, for a play, for a theatrical production, or a job interview. You're looking also at the experience of the person, the kind of day they're having, and they're what they're looking for. So you go in prepared as best you can, go in with the best attitude, and go in what you can control. Those are your thoughts, your feelings, and be prepared. And if there is so-called rejection, learn from it. Do not take it personally. As Cass says, it's not a big deal because why? Cass knows her worth. She knows her abilities, her capabilities. She goes on, thanks them, and goes on to the next production. And it could have been using the cliche, a blessing in disguise. But the bottom line, it wasn't Cass. And this is advice that she has taken. This helped make her a success and the young actress and producers that she has mentored. You've had so much success, as we mentioned, Cass, at the beginning of the show. You made a shift somewhere along the way to go from a type A personality to a type B. And I found that fascinating. Would you, before you tell us how you did it, why you did that, we have a lot of listeners around the world who may not be familiar with this term that's used mostly perhaps in America, Great Britain, Australia. Uh, would you explain that and tell us how you made this decision, Cass? Oh, most definitely. I'm laughing at that. I think it's very funny. Well, in my definition of a type A personality, a type A personality is 
extremely driven. They do not let the grass grow under their feet. They, um, they're on the go constantly. They don't take time out to, quote, unquote, smell the roses, to relax, to um, recapitulate. They are just constantly on the go. They are constantly driven, they, and they drive themselves into the ground quite often. They're, they're, they have a lot of anxiety or anxiousness, um, a lot of uh, insecurity or self-doubt, or, the, or just being so driven that they don't take the time out to nurture all of their, all of their life, their health, their relationships, mm-hmm. their creativity. You know, there's nothing wrong with being a type A personality in some respects. Are some of our greatest and most successful business people, entrepreneurs, et cetera, and so forth, are type A driven personalities. However, they understand that it needs to be tempered with type B. Type B being be a little more go with the flow. Take more time out to relax, to rejuvenate, to regenerate. I don't consider... I go soap in hot mineral baths, and I don't consider that a luxury. I consider that to be very important. The warm water, the minerals, the the downtime, the being quiet. You know, I meditate. I take long walks. I do other things, too. I'm a voracious reader. I spend time in silence. I I take classes. um, And... I've just found that it's really funny. A long time ago, someone said to me, and this was really, really profound, and I've never forgotten it, Taz, you don't need to be doing something all the time. There is nothing wrong with sitting down and relaxing. You know, I thought if I wasn't busy 24-7 practically that I was not being productive, that I was wasting my time. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just not true. I would say that I am driven now more to find peace in my life than I am to be out there shaking the trees. And if you get right down to it, if people can honestly admit to themselves what we want more than anything is peace in our finances, peace in our relationships, peace in our health, peace in our creative expression. And that creative expression can be whatever you do for work or if you paint to relax or if you dance or if you sing or you sculpt, whatever it is. But if you really, I can guarantee you if I talked to Bill Gates or Deepak Chopra, who's even said, you know, in this part of his life, he took so long, he built this huge empire, for-profit empire, and it's helped millions of people. But now he is taking time to work more in his nonprofit um, organization and taking more time to be with his grandchildren, to nurture relationships, to be with himself, and not out there constantly, you know, just, just, just pounding the pavement you know, and not regretting the success, but that mm-hmm. in his later life, he's finding that the success is not as sweet when 
he doesn't have peace. Well, I'll tell you, Kaz, and I hope our listeners picked up on what I did. As soon as you talked about the transition from an A to a B personality, your speech rate of speaking slowed down. There was more peace, more harmony. What was it like before that? Enthusiastic. And I love that, too. I'm that type of personality, and so many of our listeners are. But I felt the peace and the harmony. And we congratulate you for reaching the peaceful spiritual experience that you talked about, Deepak, has reached. And when we come back from our break, we're going to talk about Kaz's shift in life and where she's going now, that she's now as a B personality and what she might find out, as she mentioned, she may be accomplishing even more. Is that possible? Let's talk to Kaz about that when we come back. I'm Richard Levy with our dear friend, Kaz Akers, and you're listening to Wealthy Thoughts. We love having you with us. We'll be right back after the break. Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. This is Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. To reach us today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is WealthyThoughts at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Richard Levy in Chicago with our dear friend, Kaz Akers. And Kaz was just talking about after a tremendous of success, amount of successes, one after the other, she made a big shift in life to go from an A personality, very active, to a B personality, of spiritually centered, more relaxed, and you're going to hear what she's doing with her life now. And I even feel more at peace within my heart after hearing those beautiful words. So, Cass, you stop proving yourself to people and relax. And if you could not be hired in whatever you're looking for, you would make your own work. And you told, you mentioned to me it was initially scary to go out on your own to create your own work. 
but you've learned to breathe to quiet your mind. And this is what you're talking about as you became a bee person. So I look at your website, and we're going to give our audience your website information in a little bit. And I see that you're a life business and spiritual consultant. And you're here to help people discover their happiness. Would you talk about that, Cass? Especially, what do you feel is the definition of happiness? Well, we discussed this before, and I always say that happiness is an inside job. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't make you happy, and you can't make me happy. Can you imagine what a responsibility it would be if I was responsible for your happiness? Or you are responsible for someone else's happiness? That's such a weight on another person's shoulder. You know, that I say happiness is your business. Happiness is my business, you know. And that's taking it on as your own responsibility and not being a victim to everything that's going on around you. You know, you, my husband, is responsible for me being happy. And when he does something that I don't like, it makes me unhappy. Well, in the true spiritual definition, you choose to be unhappy. You choose for that to bother you. Now, mind you, if it's someone who's cruel and unkind and tactless, then there's a lot more going on there. Mm -hmm. But when, and you can even do something about that because change starts with yourself. You, there is no way you can change someone else. You know, and if you get into a situation, whether it's in a business situation, a personal situation, and you go in it saying, this works okay, but I'm going to change, I'm going to do my best to change this person, you're starting out in a negative. You know, and... Wow. So if you go out with the, that's your goal, your modus operandi, I'm going to change Phil, or I'm going to change Carol Ann, that's going to result in nothing but failure. That's not going to happen because Carol Ann or Phil has to decide within themselves to change themselves. Is this what you're saying? Yes, that they need, they have to decide within their, themselves that they need to change mm-hmm. if that ever happens. You know, and there are a lot of people who live their entire life feeling like they're just fine and, but wondering, okay, why are my relationships not working? Why are my business relationships not working? Why is my marriage not working? Well, you know what the common denominator is? You. You're the common denominator there. Powerful statement. <laughs> Very powerful, ladies and gentlemen. Did you catch what Cass? Repeat that again. That What's the common denominator, Cass? You're the common denominator in every one of your experiences. And mm-hmm. if, you continue, if you continue to, to marry the same person, to do the same, get in the same work situations, to create the same instances, you have to take a good, hard look at that and realize you're the common denominator. And the only way... One of my teachers said this to me. We were having a long discussion about change and and changing someone else. He did say to me, you know what, Taz? The way you may be able to change someone else is by changing yourself and living by example. And if the person is, you know, able to clue into that, well, you're not saying you need to do this and you need to do that and I don't like when you do this and you always or you never, which are two very dangerous words. 
you always and you never. That that's that's them fighting words, and that's not going to turn out well for anybody. But when you decide that you need to change, change to change your life, it is remarkable what you radiate. It is remarkable how the people around you will notice, and they will go, hmm, that that. They see something in you that's working. It's really, really working. And I want some of that. You didn't have to do anything but be your genuine, authentic self. Where you decided, this is not working for me. I'm the common denominator here. I'm going to do what I can to change for my betterment so I feel better. And I have a better life, and it just it just radiates out to other people. I feel and the we, energy, and Cass mentioned, dear friends, that the common denominator change is you, ladies and gentlemen out there in the audience. And she mentioned a uh, uh, correlate that is happiness. Your Cass's business happiness is her business. My happiness is my business. Your happiness is your business. The bottom line Cass is talking about is taking responsibility for you, your actions, and you'll end up radiating the, radiating the energy to bring success and prosperity into your life. Cass, so many people are full of anxiety projecting into the future. What do you say about the people who are worried about the future or they're still living in the past in terms of anxiety? Wow. Well, you know, um, fear is uh, of the past. Fear is a lot of people live with waiting for the other shoe to drop. It happened in the past, so it's bound to happen in my present or my future. And anxiety is worrying about what's going to happen in the future. Well, honestly, the future never comes because it's now, and it's now, and it's now. I mean, you can plan for your retirement. You can plan for a vacation. You can plan for, you know, something that is going to come down the line. But if you cannot be present, and if you are always worried about what I did yesterday is going to come back and revisit me today and is going to happen tomorrow, you have made yourself a prisoner to your past. And everyone, everyone, bar none, has the opportunity to move forward from their past. Their mistakes, we all make them. We sometimes make Lollapalooza mistakes. <laughs> but I'm telling you that we can transcend those mistakes. I, I don't read the news. I don't watch the news. I go on to Karma Tube or Good News Network or Life Hack or Upworthy, and I read about all these people who are just like you and me. They are you and me, and they've had some horrific things occur in their lives. And at some point they said, you know what, I'm going to not let my past dictate my present or my quote-unquote future. You know, uh, I tell you, this is so clear about living in the past and worrying about the future. Ladies and gentlemen, 
you're going to see why I want you to go to Kaz's website. We'll give that to you in a few minutes. But Kaz will be there for you. She, she can speak. She can coach. She can guide you to your goals in life. She has certainly accomplished a lot in life and experienced a lot. In fact, Kaz, would you share with our audience your view on an abundant life? That is, if, when somebody says he or she is taking it from me. What, what are your thoughts about that, please? That, oh my goodness, about that uh, you're, you're living in a finite world. You know, when you say that you're taking my good from me, your good is your good. Their good is their good. My good is my good. I believe in a plentiful universe. We have, you know, we talk a lot about, um, you know, starvation and, and, and lack. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that more fruit falls from the trees on the ground that unfortunately isn't harvested that can feed our starving nations. There is plenty there to wow. go around. But when you live in a world of lack consciousness, when your mm-hmm. thoughts are not wealthy thoughts, whether they're wealthy about my relationships, wealthy about my finances, wealthy about my creativity, my health, you are absolutely blocking your good. And I believe we're an abundant universe. I am living proof. I did not come from a wealthy family. I did not come from a place that it was... It was handed to me on a silver platter. I started my first, I had my first job when I was 15, you know, but I, I didn't believe that it wasn't available to me. And when it didn't happen, I was like, okay, well, that wasn't meant for me to have. Because something else is coming along, some door is opening, some person is going to walk across my path that is meant for me to be involved with, to do, to have, to be. And when we continue to use these words of, you know, should, could, would, I always say when you use the should word, don't should all over yourself. (laughs) You know, I should do this. I should do that. You know, I can't. I won't. I don't. When you start replacing it with I have, I am, I know, I can be, it changes everything. You know, I've had people say to me, oh, enough of your, you know, new thought, new age, you know, hoodoo, voodoo, blah, blah, blah. And I'm saying, have you tried it? Have you ever for once decided to change your speech? to change your self-talk. Have you ever once decided to try it? And 99 times out of 100, they'll say no. And I'll say, well, go ahead. Then give it a go. And I'll tell you, you got it, exactly. And ladies and gentlemen, this show will be on the internet, on my website, thoughtsmakerwealthy.com, later this afternoon. I know I want to listen to this, this segment that Kaz talked about, the abundant life versus a life of lack. 
Those words were simple, easy to understand. That's why you want to get in touch with Kaz. I'm going to listen to that portion again of comparing the attitudes from lack, not enough, to an abundant life. Very powerful. And I love your humor. I want to get that on the record also, Cass. <laughs> we're going to come back in just a moment with Cass, and we're going to talk about resistance and her secret to success. She has many of them, but we're going to share one of her gems with you. I'm Richard Levy with our dear friend, Cass Akers, and you're listening to Wealthy Thoughts. We'll be right back. Stay with us, please. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at VoiceAmericaTRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN or follow along with us at VoiceAmericaTRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. This is Wealthy Thoughts with Richard Levy. To reach us today, please call in to one 346 9141 That's one 346 9141 If you'd rather send us an email, the address is WealthyThoughts at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Richard Levy with Kaz Akers, and Kaz is going to give you her website in just a moment so you can get in touch with her. And I commented before we went to the break about her humor. I love her humor. Tell us, please, very, very briefly what you said to me during the break, how important humor is, Kaz. It's integral to a balanced life. You know, you've got to see the humor in things. Uh, who, uh, who was it? Um, one of the Barrymores said, you know, the, mo- the, the day we grew up was a day that we could look at ourselves and laugh. We take ourselves so dang seriously all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, things can be, from a spiritual aspect, things can be sacred, but they don't have to be so serious all the time. I've always been a jokester. I love a good laugh. I love to look at things from the brighter, funnier side of life, you know, and it really does smooth out the edges when you, when you allow yourself to beat to do that. It does, and I can tell. And ladies and gentlemen, when you contact Cass by phone call or email, this is going to help you 
taking more of her great advice, spiritual guidance to you to help you have a more prosperous, successful life. Cass, let's talk briefly about resistance. I love what you mentioned to me about resistance. And a lot of our audience gets involved involved with pushing things away. Could you talk about that briefly, please? Oh, well, you know, resistance is like paddling upstream. Life is ebb and flow. Life has changed. They say the only constant is change, and when you cannot uh, allow yourself to ebb and flow with change, then you're living in resistance, and that will make your life that much more difficult. Mm-hmm. Re- resistance is counterproductive. Life is ebb and flow every moment from the moment you're born until the moment you move forward. There's going to be change and ebb and flow, and when you just continue to decide you've got to paddle upstream against it, it's going to make your life a lot more complicated and a lot more difficult. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome the resistance, the changes, I should say, not the resistance, but welcome the changes, welcome the ebb and flow. This is a part of life, and this will help you feel more relaxed and more abundant. Cass, I've been saving this. I mentioned this introduction that you were going to share what you feel is very important to you, all your success you've had in life. It is helping others no matter what. Most everything you've done successfully has been through networking, recommendations, helping others, and paying it forward. Would you share with the audience what you mean by paying it forward? And I'm listening carefully. Well, um, paying it forward. Instead of feeling beholden to someone else who has helped you or I've many times had in my life someone who has just opened a big barn door for me, you know, (laughs) and I have said, I am not in a position to, to, you know, give back to you. And every single time they said, I don't want a thing for you. I want from you. I want you to be successful and I want you to pay it forward, meaning do it for someone else when you're in a position to do it. And, I, that is my motto. I have been doing it for a long, long time out of gratitude, out of just feeling through an open heart that I don't, I help you. You don't need to give, you know, pay me back or do something back for me. Help someone else. Be of service somewhere. Be of service. Okay, help someone out. And it comes back to you tenfold or more. Is that correct, Cass? Pressed down and flowing over. <laughs> wow, we, that, as they say, that's very well expressed. So, ladies and gentlemen, paying it forward, make that part of your life. And as it's been so good attitude wise and feelings and emotions for Cass, it can also be for you. Cass, how can our audience get a hold of you through your website, please? My website is casacres.com. K-A-Z-A-K-E-R-S dot com. I'm also at Kaz at KazAcres dot com. And um, so that's my website and my email address. And you have a CD. Would you tell our audience very briefly about the CD that's available and also your consulting? My CD is called Spirit Oasis. It's my fourth CD, which I focused and dedicated it to inspirational and spiritual music, Spirit Oasis. You can get it through iTunes, Amazon, um, 
uh, CD Baby or through me directly on my website. And it's specifically songs to help lift you up and to listen to, to bring you uh, to a higher sense of purpose and self. Okay. And, ladies and gentlemen, you want to look on her website. I'm going to repeat that. That's Kaz Akers, K-A-Z-A-K-E-R-S dot com. And you can find out about ordering her CD as well as all her consulting services. And she also uh, will talk to you about speaking at your organization, your group. She's an excellent speaker. I have had goosebumps all through this beautiful hour. And as we close up, speaking of goosebumps, Cass does a lot of chaplaincy work. Would you spend just about a minute, please, and tell us the folks that you are so dear to who are about to pass on, what is their biggest either regret or wish that they had done in their life? Is is it making millions of dollars and having a bigger boat or bigger house? <laughs> well, my chaplaincy work is either working with hospice or in hospitals and ICUs, etc., with people who are about to move on in their experience. And honestly, not one time has anyone who is about to move on said to me, you know, man, I wish I'd had a bigger house. I wish (laughs) I'd driven a bigger car. I wish I'd had a bigger yacht. I wish I'd made, you know, instead of my hundred million, 200 million or any of that. It was never, ever about stuff. It was about relationships and life experience. It was about that, the honeymoon I took with my, my husband, my wife. It was about the time we had this unbelievable meal that we made together. It was about the birth of our children. It was about experience and interaction and relationship. So or none. It, or none. And so, ladies and gentlemen, the, the bottom line from that, spend time enjoying the sunsets, hugging your children, playing with the dog more. I know Cass has dogs. My wife and I have dogs. Those are the things that will carry you throughout your life. Your material possessions are important, but enjoy the good feelings, the joy, sunrises and sunsets. Cass, Wow, this went fast. I would like to sincerely thank you for spending an hour with us today on Wealthy Thoughts. You've been more than marvelous. To show my appreciation, I'm going to send you a signed copy of my book. Would you email me an address and I'll get it to your, into the mail to you today? Oh, uh, yes. Thank you so much. I, that's wonderful. I appreciate that. My pleasure. Thank you, Cash. We hug you. We embrace you. and We send you thoughts of more success and prosperity. Dear friends, always remember what you think about and talk about and write about and feel is what you track your life. Cass talked about that today. So be sure and keep your focus on what you want and what you desire. Commit 30 days to this. Your life will never be the same. If you care or have a desire to advertise your products or services on the show, please contact me at Thoughts Make You Wealthy. We have a free daily prosperity message also available on our website, thoughtsmakeyouwealthy.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thoughtsmakeyouwealthy and Twitter at wealththinking. We'll see you next Monday at 2 p.m. 
Central, 3 p.m. Eastern, for another presentation of Wealthy Thoughts. Be good to yourself, love and appreciate yourself, and good things will come to you. This is Richard Levy saying so long from Chicago. Bye-bye. Thank you for inviting positive success into your life this week on Wealthy Thoughts. Please join host Richard Levy again next Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, and 2 p.m. Central Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And this week, think of something positive you can do to bring success to yourself and others. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.